Welcome to the Disneyland Forever Podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Hi, it's Jordan and Daniel. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> it's Mickey. Oh, sure. <laughs> that one was better. <laughs> um, so do you remember last week when we mentioned to you that things have been slowing down news-wise at Disneyland? Are you talking to me or to the audience? Yes. <laughs> and I will say yes. <laughs> that wasn't this week. <laughs> we actually have quite a bit of news to cover with you guys. Uh, but also, we are going to be talking about tech in the parks. Uh, the ups and downs. But just mostly like how tech has kind of transformed the way that we... Uh, experience the parks anymore. This is a really big difference just in the last few years than there has been over the past, I don't know, 20 years. Tech means technology. Yes, for those (laughs) a little bit older out there. That's that thing that you are probably using to listen to this on. (laughs) Oh yeah, I guess they would have to know that. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it pops up on something. So we'll be talking a little bit about uh, tech in the parks and how how to best utilize it and how it's kind of changed our approach to the parks. Uh, we do have a new review on Apple that we need to read. We do indeed. It is from Be Randy Speaks. Hopefully I said that right. I guess so. Uh, they said, so fun as the title. I recently came upon these guys while looking for a new Disney podcast to listen to as I hype up for my next trip. I listen to every episode in a week. It's so fun and feels like I'm just sitting around listening to two of my friends talk instead of a very scripted podcast. They've gained a new subscriber, Instagram follower, and long-distance bestie. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's fun to t- know that people can't tell that we are scripted. Yeah. Can't you tell? Cannot you tell that we are not reading a script? <laughs> Pause for laughter from Jordan. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so fun, funnily enough, we were, where were we at Disneyland when someone was, they heard our voice and they're like, it was at Web Slingers. Oh yeah. Cause it was our, yeah, the, yeah. The, that one first part of the day. Yeah. Like, don't you, do you guys have a podcast? They're like, are you Disneyland forever? <laughs> Your voices sound familiar. I'm like, yep. So if, <laughs> if you ever, See, hear us there, then say hello. <laughs> so, uh, yes, thank you for that review. Uh, made us, it made us smile. Uh, and just another reminder that if you also are feeling like you're enjoying what you're listening to and you haven't already, you can leave us a five star rating on Apple or Spotify or Audible. And if you are feeling particularly uh, verbose, verbose, uh, then you can also leave us a review on Apple, and we really appreciate it. So. Thank you so much again to all all of those who have already done so. We have a lot of news to get into, so I think we just need to get right down to it because... I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on one thing he said, that he's like, he's listened to every episode in a week, and then I'm like, well, that wouldn't take that long. Granted, we have done nearly 40 episodes. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, so news. Sorry, (laughs) talking about how fast we need to go, and then I paused. Uh, So, with the news this week, there's five things... But some of them are really big. So the first thing is that kind of unexpectedly in downtown Disney, Sprinkles has closed. Very sad. Um, I, I quite not, enjoyed them. Yeah, not out of not being popular, I think. There was no. always people in there, but it was evidently it was planned to shut down so they could make way. Uh, yeah, apparently it was part of the renovation project to bring in those new restaurants. I think it's... 
I can't remember their name. One of them is Haleo, I think that's how you say it. I don't remember the names necessarily of both of them, but apparently it was planned. So that uh, Sprinkles and Catal Restaurant and Uva Bar are all officially closed already so that they can start work on bringing some new stuff into downtown Disney. Hmm. It's just that Sprinkles was kind of a surprise. Yeah. So that happened. Uh, Also, just in the last couple of days, Magic Keys went back on sale and for once, all four levels of Magic Keys went on sale. People could get any of them. Kind of crazy. Uh, as of when we're recording this, as far as I understand, the Believe in Enchant Keys did sell out, but they were still selling Inspire and Imagine Keys. Uh, those are the most expensive and the least expensive options. <laughs> but the problem is the, uh, the Imagine Key... Is only is the one that's only available to California residents. So I think that's one reason why it's still available. Yeah, <laughs> that is going on. Apparently, I would not be surprised if by the time you're listening to this, that Inspire keys are still available for purchase. But you never know. Keep an eye out. I guess these things are not selling as fast or as much as they would like them to. Or people aren't renewing and they're getting more openings. That yeah, apparently that's happening. Uh, the next one. Really exciting was we have a, an opening date for Rogers the Musical coming to the Hyperion Theater at California Adventure. <laughs> it will be opening on the 30th of June. And it'll be open for 10 minutes, evidently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it says it's only a few days a week and for a limited time. So They keep saying limited time. We don't know what that means. But yeah, it, it did say it will run Tuesdays through Saturdays. So not Sunday, Monday. And it said it will operate most weeks. No idea what that means. We cannot see far enough in the future on the (laughs) entertainment schedule. (laughs) So we're just left going like, okay. Uh, So the show will be about a half hour long. It's going to just follow the transformation of Steve Rogers from before his transformation to after. Uh, And it says it will include both the song that you hear at the beginning of Hawkeye from Rogers and the song that's in the original Captain America movie, The Star-Spangled Man. And as well as as cheesy as heck. Yes. (laughs) And it will feature a whole bunch of new music as well. And this is the whole show runs about 30 minutes. I think that they could have gotten away with a much longer show inside the Hyperion, but I will take any show inside that theater right (laughs) now. Yeah, seriously. Especially to alleviate crowd control. It's such a big place. And it's such a waste of space too, because it's so big and so nice and they haven't used it since COVID. I don't know why they just stopped. They stopped all Frozen. Let's never do it on Broadway or Disneyland or anywhere ever again. Yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> but at least now we have Rogers coming. And they've already updated the marquee at the Hyperion Theater to advertise that it is coming shortly. So very, very excited to be able to go and see that this yes. summer. Yes, you are. Oh, you are too. <laughs> yeah, but you're like, wah! Because it's going to be the stupidest <laughs> stupid thing I've ever Rogers, seen. Rogers, <laughs> Because it's so amazing. It's so stupid. It's going to be funny. Um, so that's coming. Then, uh, this last week was the Star Wars celebration in Europe. I think they held it in the UK this year. They hold it in different places every year. I don't know why, but this year it was in the UK and it's cause probably because they don't do May the 4th in the UK. Yeah. That's like there's no is. July 4th. <laughs> uh-huh. So they announced a whole bunch of things for like the television shows and the movies, but they also announced that coming in 2024, they're going to be updating Star Tours in both Disneyland and Disney World and also at Disneyland Paris. And it's going to have some new destinations and some new characters, but they have not said what. And we're assuming it's going to be for the new movies that are 
still yet to be made. <laughs> or possibly the the television shows. I don't think there was anything that said it had to be from movies. That's true. I guess it could be a lot of Mandalorian stuff. Possibly. You go to Mandalore and just look at the desolation. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. You just look at the desolation. Yes, they have not provided many details about exactly where you're going or what it'll entail. They just said in 2024, they're going to be adding more destinations and characters. So. Oh, cool. Would <laughs> you know how fun that would be if you stop and then Baby Yoda is the one Whoa. that greets you guys? <laughs> it would probably be him and Mando. I don't think yeah. it would just be. But I, Maybe I would be happy that'd be, if it was that'd just be great. Him. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It would be great. Okay. Uh, there, then there was one smaller thing that was. Well, it was funny because. <laughs> we have a Splash Mountain closing yeah, date. Yeah, they'd said or there was the leaked thing that was the wrong date. Uh, and I probably Disney just changed it to spite the people who leaked quite like, but uh, it was buried deep at the bottom of an article that said that, uh, what's her name? Mama Odie yeah. is going to be, um, uh, as part of the Tiana's Bayou, Tiana's Bayou adventure. adventure ride. And then, yeah, at the bottom it said, and the closing day for Disneyland will be May 3- May 31st. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the very last thing it said. So yeah, the Splash Mountain will be closing at Disneyland on May 31st, which means its last operating day is the 30th. So it's the day after Memorial Day. And it will be craziness that day. I'm sure it'll be absolutely crazy. Um, yeah. So that's, you know, that's just a small little bit of news. It really is funny. The article that it was in, like not only was it mentioning Mama Odie is going to be part of the ride, it was talking about other things about the ride. Like there's going to be new original music that they're writing for the ride, as well as classic songs from the film. And smell of beignets. Yeah, they're going to pipe the smell <laughs> of beignets into the queue, which like well apparently that that's going to work for me. I know to make me come out and Ooh, say I want beignets. beignets. <laughs> not so. so subtle advertising. Yeah, <laughs> but you know it. We we fall for it. So yeah, you know. That's <laughs> what it is. Uh, so we had a few new details about the about Tiana's Bayou Adventure, and then the big news of now we know when Splash Mountain's closing at Disneyland. And speaking of that, the yes. closing date. Um, remember our fundraiser that we we're having. So if you're remembering back a few weeks ago, we had Johnny J and Hannah talking about their podcast mics for magic fundraiser. Yeah. So first the, it's for the children's hospital of orange County. Uh, so Jordan will be there on May 30th. Yes, I will. And tell us about it again, just re- briefly. Like what's going on on yeah. the 30th. So if you happen to be there on Splash Mountain's closing day, there's going to be, we're trying to get a group of people together for that podcast, Mike's for Magic, to uh, just kind of do a ride marathon and ride nothing but Splash Mountain all day long, just to kind of raise awareness of people in line with us about the fundraiser, what we're trying to do to raise hopefully $50,000 for uh, Children's Hospital of Orange County. If you want to know a little bit, if you want to refresh your memory about what all this is, you can go back and listen to our podcast with Johnny Jane and Hannah, uh, a couple of weeks ago. I understand. But yeah, that's going to be now we know the date, May 30th. Yes. But we're also doing a separate thing. Um, so Separate our, yet connected. Yeah. For, for the same uh, fundraiser, but starting this coming Monday. So the, the something oh, date of... I want to say it's the 17th. Yeah, we should have looked this up. <laughs> 17th of April. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're we're going to st- start our own little thing. So for every... How much did we say? Well, our goal is to try and raise $1,000 for this fundraiser. And so here's here's what we're going to do. Because <laughs> it's, it's you have to have a little background, I guess, to it. Is that we're going to be in the parks the week after that. 
So like the 23rd through the 25th of April yep. is when we're going to be there. And so up until that point from next Monday to that next for like one week, we're hoping to raise a thousand dollars because then what's going to happen is we're going to go on Instagram and ask everyone to submit trivia questions. Cause I like trivia, obviously and Disney trivia, Disney trivia questions. <laughs> need to put that out there. And then we're looking for like 20 questions that we'll ask people to submit. Dan is going to go through them. <laughs> And make sure that he's got all the information mm-hmm. and that there are 20 of them. <laughs> yes. And then he will ask me those questions. For every $100 that you guys donate during that window of time, then that is 10% that I have to score correct on those questions. So up to $1,000, meaning 100%. If we were able to raise all $1,000, I have to get 100%. <laughs> Or else. Uh, so I have never eaten at the Harbor Galley. Because he doesn't like good food, a.k.a. fish. I don't like <laughs> seafood. Because there's mo- some limited seafood items, but not what they serve at the Harbor Galley. I have Galley. to give him credit. He will try it whenever I order it. Yes. Just and at I, least once. And, and I discover he, I don't and like it. And then he starts <laughs> gagging on it. Yeah. So um, if I answer the questions and I am off by up to 10% from the goal then I will have to eat uh, the lobster roll there. If I'm off between 10 and 20%, I have to eat the clam chowder. <laughs> oh. And then if I'm off by more than 20%, then I have to eat the tuna fish sandwich. And I cannot tell you how much I hate tuna. <laughs> when, I, when I even open a tuna fish can to make myself a sandwich, he can tell that I've done so, even though I have thrown the can away in the recycling bin and washed it out. Oh, he can tell hours it. later, he comes in the house and smells. Did you have tuna recently? <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like the smell of tuna. I don't like the taste of tuna. I don't like the texture of tuna. But if I will do it. You will do it for the children. I will do it for the children. <laughs> so, Won't somebody please think of the children? We are. <laughs> um, so in other words, to, to help this make a little bit more sense, say that we raised um, $800. So that would mean I would have to score at least 80% on, the, on these trivia questions. If I... Score 80%, then I'm good. I get to have what I want for lunch. (laughs) If I scored um, only 75%, then I'm off within that 10% window, so I'd have to have the lobster roll. If I only scored 65%, I'm off by over 10, but less than 20. So then I would have to get the clam chowder. And if I scored below 60%, then I would have to get the the tuna fish sandwich. So in other words, the closer you get to $1,000, the more likely it is that I'm going to be gagging. Try to stump. I want him to gag. <laughs> uh, but make the I will question. probably videotape this gagging situation. I'm sure it's probably going to end up on our stories. But yeah, the, the dates are going to be, uh, you can find the donation through the at podcast mics for magic on Instagram. And that's where you can find to donate. And it'll be starting Monday, the 17th until the following Monday. At the end of that day, I think that's the 24th, at the end of the 24th, that's when we'll look and see how much money was raised during that window of time, and that's what we'll determine. And we'll do quiz time on the 25th and make it In the parks, yeah. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I'm not, I don't know how I feel about this, but doing it for the children. (laughs) You just get to sit back and just watch. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) So that is coming up. Uh, Yeah, don't go out and, I mean, you can donate now if you want to. It's just not going to go towards this specific event. There's other events that are going on as well to try and raise that money. So if you want to donate now, like before then, cool. But it won't count towards our $1,000 goal. Just putting that out there. All right. 
Are Shall we think, talk tech? Are you thinking of tuna? No. The amazing I'm trying not to think of it. So let's talk tech. <laughs> so technology has really, it used to be not all that long ago that you didn't necessarily have to really use technology in order to fully appreciate and get everything out of your time in Disneyland. That has quickly changed. Yes. Very, very quickly. Yeah, you used to be able to just have like a printed thing you would take in or just pay money at the gate and get your ticket, do the fast passes by putting said ticket in the little doodad. and Even virtual queue, you used to be able to do that without the phone if you needed. Yep. But not anymore. So really, really, you need to have... Someone in your party needs to have the Disneyland app on their phone. It's on Apple and Android phones. Um, we're going to be spending most of this time talking about the app and its features, but there's other things we're going to talk about too. Yep. So in the app, there's a lot of different things that you can only do inside the app. I mean, there's, and it's helpful and it's super helpful. I mean, it's the easiest way to know what the wait times are across the resort without having to crisscross it by foot. Um, are the wait times necessarily always hundred percent accurate? No, but they're, they're, they usually show what, has recently been shown on the <laughs> marquee at the ride. Yeah, often when you get there, you're like, oh, crap, it's a little longer. But at least it gives you a sort of an idea. Yes. Um, you can find your way around, like trying to find when and where characters are, uh, dining, getting reservations. You have to do, well, you can do it on online as well, like on your desktop, but it's easier in the app. And uh, see if they have wake, uh, walk up you can join the walk-up list only in the app. You can't do it anywhere else. Uh, entertainment schedules, finding like restrooms, photo pass photographers, other guest services, shops, all of that navigation is possible inside the app. Um, also, mobile ordering. Yes. If you want to take advantage of mobile food ordering at all, the only way to do that is through the app. And they just changed how it's done. Now, um, when you click on mobile food order, it shows you the times that are most like like right now if you really want it. So available now or nearby, you can kind of do filters on it and show like different areas or you can still plan for later like it used to be. Mm-hmm. So super helpful. If you want to take a closer look at that, then we have a reel that we recently shared on Instagram that you can take a look at as well. Oh gosh, this is where you can, if you're staying at the Grand Californian, then you can actually check into your hotel reservation through the app. It's not a perfect system right now <laughs> and you have a digital key that you can use to open your door like we actually haven't tried it i'm assuming it works <laughs> yeah um although it doesn't work as smoothly as their old no. system for checking in oh my goodness uh, so yeah they used to when you check into any disney resort they used to use dos so it would look like just a bunch of letters on their screens and they'd like be typing away crazily but it actually but was, it was quick so and worked and now they are beholden to the uh, Windows screen that's linked in with everyone else doing their thing on their phone and, and, and the websites. And it takes forever and is not that helpful and <laughs> causes delays, but that's what it is. Um, other basic things you actually need to have the app for now is uh, if you're using Genie Plus, that's the only way you can get your lightning lane, only way. And this is where you can um, manage your magic bands. And this is actually where you need to have your tickets. Yeah, it's the best place to do it. It's the absolute easiest place. Yes, you could technically print them out, but it's so much easier and going to be easier for you as you're using the app to just set up a very simple free account and get them into your app. Yep. So that's why if you have a Magic Band, you can link it 
to that, but if otherwise you can just click on tickets and passes and show the barcode when you go to the parks or do the lightning lane. Um, now is, oh, and also virtual queues. As I mentioned, if you want to join a virtual queue, currently it's only for world of color, but if you want to join a virtual queue, you can only do it in the app. It's um, also where you can make park reservations if you don't want to do it on your desktop. Um, oh yeah. And mobile checkout is so, so helpful at the stores. It's expanded to much uh, more stores than it used to be. So you just pick up what you want to buy. You go to that, um, part of the app, you scan with your, so it takes your camera and scans the barcodes it applies any applicable discounts at the end and you just click you know i'm done with after your credit cards in there and then you show your number to the cast member that's by the door and they give you a bag and you're out so yeah, you don't have to really, wait in lines really simple now is the app always really um does it always work great no no it can be very finicky it has sometimes very a ton of glitches it'll say like we can't do that to so try again later Often making like reservations for dining doesn't work. Not uh, often, but sometimes. sometimes. Well, and if you're trying to plan like, because you can get uh, dining reservations 60 days in advance, it is at a very specific time in the morning on mm. that day. So don't try and do it a little earlier. It freaks out. So Well, some of them show. That's a whole other yeah. thing, and we're not going to get into that. So just, a, just be aware. That's a rabbit hole. There's some things. Um, but yeah, it's not perfect, but it's necessary for a lot of these experiences and to really streamline things and make it easier. Um, spe- also linking photo pass photos yeah. on the app. You can do. Uh, speaking of app and everything though, uh, Disneyland does have Wi-Fi inside the parks to help because if you try to use your, uh, just your mobile network, especially on busy days, I'm sure you've noticed if you're in a crowded area, your phone may say it's getting full bars, but it's really not doing anything because everyone's jamming the few cell towers around. Well, and there's so. there's parts of the Disneyland Resort that even cast members know have no cell service. Uh, specifically in California Adventure, I was trying to, I had to show my annual pass to get like a gift um, well, by Silly Symphony Swings, and the cast member was like, "Oh yeah, this part is not good. Go out like over here." Yeah. So, but uh, so to help, they do have Wi-Fi. I the it, mm, when, it's, it, when it's there, it's helpful. Uh, I, I have noticed like going into like when you're inside Soren because it's such like a dead zone. Oh, that's that because building. you're in the middle of a cement yeah. block. Uh, often you can just log on quickly to the Wi-Fi there and mm-hmm. actually still use it. So there, there are times, especially when you're stationary, it can be helpful. But don't rely on it to be like walking around the park and just use Wi-Fi. It's spotty. Very I don't spotty. think they have enough hot spots yet everywhere because you'll walk around and you'll find just spots where there is no Wi-Fi. And so that can make it frustrating. Or that it's picking up on the Wi-Fi, but only just barely. So yeah, it it's, can wig out. It's, it's not always the easiest. Walt Disney World's is much more it's covered. Ubiquitous. Yeah, it's not great, but it's at least you can get it better. Yeah. So don't rely on that. Uh, we did mention the Magic Band. It's not a necessary thing, but it can be helpful, um, especially if you don't want to pull out your app all the time. It can be helpful if you're using Lightning Lane or just as your park entry ticket. That is something. And the Bounty hunter, Hunters game. Yes. Especially after dark. Don't, don't try to do it in the daytime because you can't really see the yeah. color, of whether it's green or red, but it's fun. Um, other optional things that do that can add to things. I mean, we've never used WebTech, um, but WebTech is something. Those are things that you can buy that you can use on WebSlingers to help kind of boost your score. We've never done it. They are all toy-like things. So if you have a kid who loves Spider-Man um, or just Marvel stuff in general, <clears throat> it does actually still do something so they can like play with it at home. But yeah, if, if you want to try that, that's a 
some technology you can do. And then there's also the Play Disney Parks app. It's a separate app. You'll often see it advertised inside the Disneyland app and around the parks. And it's just things that can basically help keep you or your family occupied while you're waiting in lines or while you're walking around. It's also where so that you can play that uh, game and in Galaxy's Edge, the Bounty Hunter game. You need the Play Disney Parks app. It's free. There's nothing in it that has purchases. Um, it does eat up a lot of battery life, I will admit. Yes. <laughs> but um, it is an option that you have because there's games and certain attractions that you actually play while you're waiting in the standby line or there's just like trivia and stuff. It's It can be pretty fun. It is completely optional, though. You don't necessarily have to get the Play Disney Parks app, but that is another thing. Yeah, there's, there's fun. There's trivia and there's um like the space mountain that you can like play games with each other and oh yeah yeah it can be it can be really fun but it is just optional that exists the main thing is the app and then just the aware that the wi-fi is there and this is just some of the technology that they use throughout the parks but it is becoming almost 100 necessary that you become familiar with this if you know that there's someone in your group that is not the most tech savvy Maybe you want to hold their hand through this. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're in a group, often you just need one person to do it if, yeah. if everyone's linked together. So, um, yeah, it's super helpful. And Disney's often on the cutting edge of technology to for, for many things. Um, I mean, their laser and the projections on the castle, for instance, like that's cutting edge stuff. Mm-hmm. And so always be... T- be in, stay in, in tune with what they're doing to see because they they, use, they like to use technology to better your experience. So. Yeah, and if you're ever having problems with mm-hmm. any Disney technology, you can go to any of those like plaid shirted cast members, the ones that are there for guest services that are scattered throughout the yeah, both under parks. Umbrellas everywhere. Um, you can go and talk with them, and this is like I think probably the number one thing that they help with. (laughs) So if there's ever an issue you're having, you can always go and talk with them and they will do their best to try and help you out with any of this that's going wrong (laughs) or any other problems that you might be having in the parks. So that's, that's kind of what we meant by talking tech with Disneyland. It's just weird that it's happened so quickly. Not even like, I think it was just prior to COVID. You did not 100% need to get the app. They strongly suggested it, but it wasn't really totally necessary that's just completely changed. Yeah. I mean, you you technically could, but <laughs> you'd be waiting in long lines and not doing much. Yeah. And just eating quick service or cart stuff. Yeah. And waiting in lines for that, too, because sometimes yeah. those lines are really, really, really long. So this is just something you make sure you're aware of. And again, if you know there's someone in your group that isn't totally into this or is not tech savvy, do it for them. <laughs> Add them in your app, and then you just become their surrogate uh, tech person. And it's often good to take an, sep- an extra charger for your tech. <laughs> yes, there's not always there's hundred percent. There's not plugs everywhere. <laughs> We've seen people try to plug things in at random places. No, there are not a lot of plugs. Take so chargers. bring chargers with you. It'll make things so much easier. Um, so that's pretty much it for this week. Uh, a lot of news, mostly. Uh, so make sure if you are still planning your trip to Disneyland or if you haven't yet, uh, you can use the referral link down in the description to I'll plan with our friends at getaway today. Uh, they have a lot of special deals going on right now, like getting extra, extra days free or extra nights free on your vacation package. If you are planning on going to Disneyland before Splash Mountain closes, they actually have a deal going on right now where you can uh, use the promo code SPLASH30 and you get $30 off your package. And that can be combined with other offers. So if you were thinking about going in the next month and a half, buy those packages now and they can save you some more money. 
then also make sure that you subscribe to our podcast to get the episodes as they drop. Uh, then follow us on Facebook and Instagram. The handles are in the description at Disneyland Forever. Leave ratings, leave reviews. Am I leaving anything out? I always feel like I am. I don't know what it is. Leave your, your worries, worries behind. behind. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Now that we've sufficiently creeped you out. (laughs) We do that a lot. So I guess I think we're good uh, for this week. So we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.